Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. I'm Peter Sachuk, your host and UHY's Career Development and Training Manager. This week, we welcome Summer Huggins from Atlanta to talk more about mental health. Summer and I talk about a lot of things, including why mental health is so important, how she addresses her mental health during times where it's challenged, what are some of the ways that we all can improve our mental health or put more of a focus on it, what leaders can do to address the mental health of their colleagues and themselves, and the available resources that you have at your disposal to address your mental health. It's a great listen. We hope you all enjoy. I'm so happy to have stopping by the corner my next guest. She is the HR manager for the Atlanta Consulting folks, Miss Summer Huggins. Summer, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm so excited to be on Coach's Corner, Peter. You have no idea. Oh, you can't be that excited. Come on now. Oh, I'm thrilled. No, long time listener. Long time, long time listener, first time guest. Well, <laughs> right. we're very, very happy to have you here. And I wanted to bring you on the Coach's Corner to talk about our last episode we just had, which was all about mental health. And I know you and I have had discussions about the importance of mental health, so it just made sense to have you come on and talk about why it's so important, what are some things that you do to address your mental health, and what are some of the available resources from an HR perspective that UHY folks can take advantage of. But before we jump into that, I'm sure there's folks who are listening that may not know who you are or what you do. So do you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you came to UHY and kind of what you do now? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Um, So as you mentioned, I'm the HR manager, um, actually on our national HR team. I do focus on our UHY consulting team, and I know a lot of them are listeners as well. So shout out to you guys. You're awesome. Shout Um, out. Um. And what I do there is I really focus on creating a fulfilling work experience for my teammates who are based in our Atlanta-based UHY consulting office. Um, I came to to HR in kind of a funny way or maybe an unconventional way. Um, My background is in legal philosophy. That's what I studied at Clemson University, go Tigers. Um, I wanted to become an attorney originally, um, but you know, plans change as they often do. And what influenced me to make that change was really what I consider my real education in HR. And that was my experience with my family. I come from a blue collar family located in a a tiny little manufacturing town. And in in growing up there, what I often heard about was not my family's projects that they had at work or um, fun, exciting things that were coming down the pipe or anything like that. It was all about relationships. It was all about the connections they had at work, you know, whether they were talked to about certain policies and things like that. Um, so, you know, I wanted a career where I could really make an impact in people's lives. And I saw that impact every single day growing up that that HR could have. Awesome. That's that's really interesting. Legal philosophy. That just sounds mind boggling to me. All I remember about the law is I took it in high or in college. I think I got a C and I was like, I'm never taking this class again. <laughs> Like, I'll leave that up to the lawyers. So, you know, legal philosophy is not a lot about the, you know, our actual laws themselves. And Uh I think it still benefits me even in my personal life today, because philosophy is all about, you know, how to think, not necessarily what to think. And yeah, yeah, very interesting. Well, uh, speaking of how to think, we, we did mention that this episode will be focused around mental health. And it's such a important focus uh, today. I mean, I referenced in the last episode, we had the issue with Simone Biles, where she opted out of the Olympics to take out take care of her mental health. While it may have been a detriment to her team, she was looking out for herself 
first. So in your opinion, why is taking care of our mental health so important? That's a great question. Uh, so I, you know, I think it comes back to what I just said about work being about relationships, about connections. I, you know, I, I think maybe the tendency is to think it's every man for himself when it comes to mental health, but that's just not true. You know, uh, Simone Biles' teammates rallied around her, and I think they did that for a very good reason. Because if you're winning as a team, it's important that every member of that team can bring their best selves to that team. Um, so admire her tremendously for taking the time that she needed. Uh, you know, our, our mental health impacts how we think, how we feel, how we act. Um, and that's going to impact how we treat our teammates as well. Um, I actually just went to a training session yesterday and they were discussing a human capital survey that took place back in 2020. And people were ranking well-being up there with belonging as far as the top priorities for an organization's success. And I think those two things are certainly interconnected for that reason. Absolutely. I mean, I could, I could tell there's times where when I, I, I think even it's more warranted today where you, you hear people say, you know, I'm taking a day off for my mental health. That's starting to become more of the norm around offices. Whereas, man, even I'm young in the workforce, but even maybe seven years ago, that was kind of taboo. Like you didn't take a day off for your mental health. It was like, if you're not sick or you're not ill, then you have to come to work. Obviously the pandemic and other things have shaped our understanding, but that's really interesting that it was ranked, you know, right up there. And was it above compensation or where did compensation fall in rel relation to that? So unfortunately I didn't get to see the full results. You know, it was a training ah, session you were yeah. sharing little pieces with me. Um, but I do know that those two things were top priorities there. Right. Awesome. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. And this question is one that I'm sure we've all had experiences with, and I'll, I'll share my experience before you jump into it, is um, the, it's around when our mental health is challenged. The experience I had that um, I've talked about with others is right before the pandemic started, I was laid off from my last job. So number one, traumatic thing to go through, being laid off. The second thing is you're getting laid off before a pandemic, so then trying to find work during a pandemic is enough stress, combined with dealing with the stresses of losing your job, losing your income, figuring out what to do. Um, did, have you had an experience where you felt your mental health was challenged and then possibly what were some of the, the signs that you noticed that your mental health was being challenged? So, yes. Um, and, and I am going to share a little bit of my, my personal side here, but, and, and I'll tell you why I do that first, because I, you know, I don't want to make, <laughs> I don't want it to be cringy or anything, but I do think, you know, when it comes to advising our managers on how to help people who might be struggling, it's okay to share a little bit of your personal side. We are all human beings. We all have personal lives. Um, so, so that's how I'll preface this. But, um, you know, several years ago, I was going through a really terrible time. I was in an absolutely awful relationship. I was living very far away from home as a consequence of being in that relationship. And uh, my grandfather, somebody who I respect tremendously, was diagnosed with cancer and the uh, prognosis was not favorable. He didn't have very much time left with us. And in addition to that, you know, I was one of those people that graduated in 2009. So my career was not um, what I had envisioned it to be. I was a little disappointed with where I was in life in general. And I think that combination of things in terms of the signs that I noticed is I was waking up 
feeling completely exhausted and overwhelmed by that point. I had done nothing in the day. I was just completely depleted as soon as I woke up. Um, so I, I actually called my dad one day and he told me to stop letting life run over me, which is not what we all want to hear in that scenario. He's kind of a tough love guy, but it, it struck me in that moment because I realized that I had some control over the situation. I, I couldn't control, you know, this person who wasn't treating me like I wanted to be treated. I couldn't control, you know, that I didn't get the job I thought I'd get right out of college. Couldn't control, you know, the prognosis for my grandfather, but there were things that I could do. So I ended up moving back home to where my support network was, moving back home to spend time with the person that was truly important in my life. Um, and I started worrying about what I could do instead of everything else that I wasn't able to, to take charge of. Yeah, it kind of, what I'm hearing is it kind of goes back to that old adage of you can't control what others do. All you can do is kind of control what you do and your reaction to what others do. So it's, it could be as simple when it comes to mental health, it could be as simple as you don't see a post, you see a post on Facebook you don't like, just simply scroll by it. You don't have to, you know, rage comment. I mean, guilty as charged. I've done that, but I'm realizing that <laughs> that will take little dings to your mental health if you just keep doing that because you're just constantly in this battle and you're reacting to something that really maybe shouldn't affect you the way or the to the magnitude you think it should that's a great point and, and i think you know we've got a unique um obstacle in how surrounded we are by messages that come to us through our phones via social media but we can take charge of that we can take a break completely i know people who have done that and we can also curate what we see. Um, I don't want to turn this into a philosophy podcast, but you know, <laughs> it, what, what we're talking about, it's a little related to stoic philosophy. And I do lean on that from time to time in, in terms of guiding my life and how I react to things. So that's something that fills my social media because I feel like those are messages that I want to hear. Yeah. And Stephen Wolf, when we had him on a, a few weeks back for talking about like the hive mind and how he addresses, like he told me he has no notifications on his phone. A, that sounds completely terrifying to me, yeah. but after he explained the rationale to it, I was just like, okay, yeah, I can see that. He is very clear with his expectations of people and what, what they can expect from him. He's very clear with his devices and the things he lets through. And it gets back to your point about we can only control what we can control. You can't control like what Joe Schmo on the street does, but it since it's putting you in such a position, you can really take charge of the situation and remove yourself if you need to, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great example. Moving on to our next question, we were in this good mental space. You talked about getting closer to your support network. Looking at yourself now, like what are some ways that you try to look after your mental health outside of trying to control the situation? Are there things? Do you try and schedule breaks in your schedule or in your work life? Do you take how the vacation? Just talk to us a little bit more about that. So Peter, this is going to shock you, I know, because um, you won't have guessed this from working with me, but I like a lot of structure and I kind of live by my calendar. And this is actually a recent change for me. I started doing it a couple of months ago, but I, I found I was putting so many things on my calendar for other people that I was letting those things on my calendar take the priority when maybe they didn't need to. So I've started putting like if, if you take a look at my calendar and anybody can, I share it with everybody, but I schedule study time because that is something that really invigorates me. I, li I like to learn new things. So that's on my calendar every other day. 
Um, I unfortunately schedule gym time. I, <laughs> it's not something that I like to do. You know, I thought the more I do it, maybe I would start liking to do, that is not happening. That's yeah, not doesn't, it doesn't work for me either. It's like gym or the next episode of The Office. Right. I choose the latter. So it's easy to do, right? So mm -hmm. I have to put that on there because I do know that that does impact my mental health. If I go too long without doing any sort of physical activity, I can feel that in myself. So that is on my calendar. And then I also schedule some family time on there, which I know sounds crazy. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to schedule sleep too? Maybe I might, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's important to schedule that family time because when the little notification goes off for me, I know that means the phone goes down or goes in another room and I have at least that you know, hour, hour and a half to not pay attention to those things that are outside my home. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I try to do the same, but I'm not as adherent to it as I should be. Like I'll put in schoolwork and I when I look at the clock, I'm just like, no, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> so I, I've got a lot to learn from somebody like you about how to be resilient to the lackadaisical nature. Uh, and the pandemic didn't help at all. Like with us working from home, hybrid yeah. schedules, it's like, you know, if I was at work, it would be easier to go to the gym because I'm not at home. So right. I'm I'm going down a hole. I don't want to go down. Uh, so yeah, we'll move lines, on. For sure. The lines are blurry. That's why, that that's actually why I started doing it because the lines were so blurry. Typically I would leave the office and then I would, you know, run by the gym on the way to, uh, from the office to home. But without that sort of physical demarcation, I needed something else. Yeah, absolutely. Physical health is is important. The mental health of studying, just keeping your brain active because it's so easy just to flip on Netflix and watch your, your latest show, but getting yourself into that mindset, whether it's studying, whether it's reading a book, whether it's listening to a podcast, engaging yourself in other media to keep your brain refreshed. Um, yeah. Taking that as a note for myself that I need to do. Uh, but moving, moving on. Uh, Let's shift focus and talk about what are what are some things that leaders can do to support their colleagues' mental health. I know you talked about sharing, giving yourself, giving a little bit of your personality to people, but what are some other things that you believe leaders can do to support their colleagues' mental health? So, and we can talk about this in a minute, but you know, just be aware of some of the resources that we have as a company that you can offer your teams. But also, I think it if we wanna distill it to the simplest possible form, it's about just asking the question and really listening with authenticity. Um, this is something that we, I, I'm gonna brag on my UHY consulting team a little bit. This is something that we find very important to the success of our team. And for that reason, we actually survey our employees on how they feel we're doing in this area. Do you feel like your manager would ask you if you seem overwhelmed? Do you? think that somebody would reach out to you if you're having a tough time. Those are questions that we ask them on a regular basis. And overwhelmingly, they do feel like we support them. I think our management team does a tremendous job at that. And it, it might be beneficial if I share with you, if you don't mind, some of our actual colleagues' feedback on what they appreciate. Please, I think it's from them, yeah, right? please love to hear it. So, so something that they shared with, with us is that their manager schedules regular check-ins with them. And during those check-ins, it's not all about work. They ask how they're doing on a personal level and just provide that opening to give this opportunity to them to, to share if there is anything going on that they maybe want to get off their chest or talk through. 
And they've also said that their manager is transparent with them, you know, just like just like I was in sharing this this story that I had about struggles that they've had, and then also ways that they have overcome it. So even if I'm not going through that in my life right now, it might be a lesson learned from somebody with a little bit more experience that I can take with me and use at a later date. And, and that could be to my benefit as well. Um, they have also told us that their manager allows them to work from home and take the time that they need when they need it. And you know, if we look at the investment that we make in our people, as opposed to a lifetime of work and value that we get from that person. Um, I'm no accountant, but if, if a person needs three days to just handle what they need to handle so that they can come back and they can bring their best selves to work, their best selves to work, and then they, they appreciate that from us and they're more engaged, I think there's no question as to the cost benefit there. You're absolutely um, right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I can think of times where you know, I've had something that I've had to deal with, but maybe I didn't have a manager at the time that was as flexible to that. And I had to kind of work through it. And I could really tell when it affected my work product. I wasn't as focused. My emotions probably were a little bit higher than they should be. And, and obviously they're focused on other things. You, you talked about being in bad relationships. You know, you, you could you go through these long text message conversations with people at work that's distracting enough. It's getting your blood pressure up. So you're absolutely right. I, I think that's that's one thing that I, I definitely think managers can do is, hey, you need a day? Go take the day. Go take care of what you need to take care of. We'll be here. I'll help you any way we can. So sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. You, no, you're giving me flashbacks to those text uh, arguments. And I'm no stranger to those. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see if our team had anything else that might be a benefit for everyone to hear. Um, oh, so they also said that their managers help them take their time off, which I think, you know, especially if we're thinking of maybe our more junior employees where uh, they might be reticent to ask for some of the time that they need. I would encourage our managers to have conversations, take a look at how much time off that person has taken, because we want them to have the rest and rejuvenation that they need to come back to work and, and do great work for us. So have that conversation and talk to them about how they can create a plan so that when they do take time off, it's truly time away from work to become refreshed and return to us uh, doing the best that they can. And then awesome. I yeah. share one last thing, because I, I think it's an incredible testament to our team. Um, but this person said that they appreciate the willingness and sincerity of our management when it comes to caring for our needs. And they say this can come in the form of targeted coaching or support during difficult times. And then this is my favorite part. They let us know that this is an area that UHY shines. So kudos to my management team again. Yeah, kudos. The finger snaps for the Atlanta right. Atlanta office. Yep, finger snaps. All right, last question I have for you is we talked about some of the things that our leaders can do. We talked about the, some of the things that we can do as individuals. What are some of the resources that UHY has to help everyone, regardless of position, address their mental health? Yeah, so we have a lot available to our teams. Um, you know, PTO flexibility, that's one that managers have at their disposal that, that they can use at their discretion, that people can request at their discretion. So that's a really easy one to help manage mental health. Um, another one is that UHC, if you're somebody enrolled in our health plans, does uh, provide for behavioral health care and specifically virtual visits for behavioral health care, which you know, in this time when maybe people aren't as comfortable going to a new doctor's office 
or when you're just trying to fit things in to take care of yourself as you can, I think those virtual visits are a game changer because now there's no excuse of putting yourself last. You can literally do this in the comfort of your own home. Just, you know, take a moment, go to another room and, and make yourself a priority and take advantage of those virtual visits. Um, the next one that is, is interesting is this Sanbello app. I think we announced that early on in the pandemic. I'm not sure how many of our listeners have taken advantage yet, but I would highly encourage you just download the app and check it out. It is a cognitive behavioral based app that helps you dial down anxiety, depression symptoms in the moment. So it's right there on your mobile phone. If you have an, a moment of anxiety, it's there for you as a resource. So um, really accessible there. And it's also free for everybody. So regardless of whether you are on our health plan or not, you can get the basic form of the app for absolutely free. Um, if you're on our health plan, you can actually also get premium for free as well. And then another resource that is 100% confidential and accessible to absolutely everyone is our employee assistance plan. You can find the number for that and more information on that. If you don't want to call a number, there's actually a website that you can go to. Um, if you navigate to the HR section of the point, you'll find information about the employee assistance, assistance plan there. Again, 100% confidential, so we don't know who is using it, but it provides you via that telephone call or via that chat access to master's level counselors. And if you find or if they find that you need additional support, they'll also help you find someone near you to go and speak to. So I think that's tremendously helpful. Um, I also have to plug an organization that is not affiliated with UHY, but uh, uh, an organization that I feel like is doing really great work in the world right now, and that is Crisis Text Line. Um, actually volunteered as a crisis counselor with them for a little while. And if you text HOME to 741-741 in a moment of crisis, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, someone will text you back and they will be there to listen to you and walk you through whatever you're dealing with. So um, if anybody else there, out there is ever feeling alone, know that you are absolutely not. There's someone there for you. That is really cool. I didn't know about the Senvelo, if I butchered the name. Uh, apologies to them, but I didn't know about that. That's awesome. And then that text number is is really great. And one that you actually forwarded to me for as part of the HR team, we get we get a complimentary membership, but anybody can do it is through that Calm app. I found really a lot of benefit from that. It, it's it's more about the mindfulness. It's more about the meditation. It could even help you sleep. Like you talked about restless sleep. Like if you're going through something, you can't sleep. Try throwing on one of those tracks to maybe kind of calm calm things down a little bit. Allow yourself to refocus. Or if like like you said, take that mental break from everything. Just block it out. Their guided meditation is awesome. I can't plug calm enough. Um, so that was those are awesome resources. Have you checked out the sleep stories on calm? I have. They're they're really interesting. I think we listen to one, and when they have those voices that put you to sleep, they're no joke. They're they so just, good. They they're lull so you to sleep. They lull you to sleep. It's perfect. Yeah, I love it. Well, those are all the questions I had. Summer, kind of want to leave it up to our guests. Like any any final thoughts about mental health or anything you want our folks to walk away from today's episode with? Um. So I I think. I, yes, 
if if you're somebody who doesn't see the benefit in putting yourself first, if if you're one of those members of our team who uh, loves their job and comes to work every day and and deprioritizes yourself, know that we want you to reconsider your position in doing that because it's important to us that you take care of yourself. Our people are in our mission statement. You're one of our top priorities. And if we're gonna reach 25 by 25, we need you bringing your best self to work every day. I, I think a lot of times, um, and, and I'm a victim of this, we have those warriors out there who think, I'm just gonna go hard every single day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make what I need to make happen without regard to myself because I'm tough enough and I can do that. Um, you know, Burnout does not discriminate. And that is a risk that you're putting yourself uh, in the way of. So definitely take the time that you need, whether that's a, a nice vacation or whether you're using one of these other resources that we mentioned today, uh, we want you to do that. Couldn't have said it better myself. Summer, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for stopping by the Coach's Corner. As things start to open up, hopefully I get to see you in person finally one of these days. We'll see <laughs> what the pandemic has in store for us, but couldn't thank you more for the time today. We appreciate it. I appreciate being here. Love it. I'll get you a coffee mug. We'll work on that. Definitely do. I'm excited. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Summer Huggins, everyone.